Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Two bits of business for you. Well, one bit of conjecture, but first a bit of business. The hottest guests in the game. To be a general manager in this league, every now and then you got to do something outside of the box. Get on the ice. Don't nice. Access you won't get anywhere else. Connor McDavid is not going to be denied. At some point, he's just going to pick this team up and put it on his back. Well, the Edmonton Oilers just went full Harlem Globetrotters on that. This is Leon Dreisaitl. I'm Darnell Nurse. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on your home for Oilers Hockey. 630 Chan. Hey folks, here's a story about Minnie the Moocher. She was a low-down, huge coocher. She was the roughest, toughest friend. One of the great underrated classics of all time, the Blues Brothers film right here in Chicago. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by World of Spas. What, you thought I was going to open up with Chicago to start today's show? Working some Peter Cetera or something? Come on, man. Let's go. Let's drop the pockets. The Edmonton Oilers winners of seven consecutive straight. They've won 15 of their last 18, and they take on the Chicago Blackhawks in a game which was supposed to feature the two Connors. Unfortunately, Connor Bedard of the Blackhawks ran into Brendan Smith and suffered a fractured jaw. The Hawks, though, did get a victory on Sunday against Calgary. The Oilers have been a house on fire for the last six weeks. We have a jam-packed edition of Oilers now. It is presented, as I mentioned, by World of Spas. Coming up, uh, NHL analyst for ESPN and NHL Hockey on Rogers broadcasts as well, Ray Ferraro, today at 345. Edmonton Oilers general manager, Ken Holland, at 405 today. A sit-down conversation with Oilers defenseman Cody Cece at 420. And at 435 for Wild Factors Desserts, the former general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning. He started Octagon's player agency, and he was the first American ever to go number one in the NHL draft, Brian Lawton. Here is, uh, so that's what we got shaken. We'll get to our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. The Oilers, since November the 24th, the number's outstanding. 15-3 and record and 833 points percentage, number one in the NHL, plus 35 in goals differential, number one in the NHL, 4.2 two goals per game. Number one in the NHL, 2.78 goals against. Number three in the NHL, 30.9% on the power play. Number three in the NHL and the fourth-ranked PK, 87.5. 
And the Oilers are rolling as they're into Chai Town to take on the Hawks tonight. You can reach us on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Warrant and Quiet Riot live at the River Cree. That's Friday, February 23rd. You can get your tickets now at the RiverCreeResort.com. River Cree Resort Casino Excitement Better. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more information. We are available at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally. Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott is back at the 630 Chad Studios at Brendan with two E's. Escott with two T's. We bring him in right here, right now. Brendan, unfortunately, part of the top story tonight is we've had the one Connor versus Connor matchup, and Bedard scored a brilliant goal to get it started for the Hawks, but the Oilers shut him down from that point on a route to a 4-1 victory. But no repeat engagement. Bit of a bummer, isn't it? It certainly is when you think particularly about how quickly we were all introduced. Those who didn't know about the upper echelon potential, I would say, about Bedard, uh, they were quickly introduced to that when he sniped the goal right past Stuart Skinner early on. So we all know what we're missing tonight, and it's super unfortunate. Let's go to the Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear. In these tight-budget times, Direct Workwear is the superhero your wallet deserves. Huge selection, low prices. Here is Chris Knobloch, Oilers head coach, with a record of 17-6. and six. He's the first coach in NHL history to have two seven-plus uh, game winning streaks in his first 25 games. Here's Knobloch tonight on the Hawks being without the aforementioned Bedard. Yeah, well, we had that um, opportunity about a month ago with those two. It was exciting, two very exciting hockey players and um, you know it's unfortunate that you know not only fans but uh, anyone who's at home watching or coaches coaching um, you know it's nice to see those stars play against each other. All right, we're going to go to the game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. Stick handle your way to financial success. For a free financial consultation, visit mcguirefinancial.ca. It'll be Connor McDavid up front with Ryan Nugent, Hopkins, and Zach Hyman. Zach Hyman up to 25 goals on the season in 35 games, and he's a happy man because his Michigan Wolverines blasted the uh, Washington Huskies Brennan's team last night in the national championship final. McDavid, by the way, in his career, 26 points in 18 games against the Hawks. Leon Dreisaitl with 15 goals, 32 points in 22 games against Chicago with Ryan McLeod and Warren Fogle. Here's where the change occurs. Derek Ryan tonight with Evander Kane and Connor Brown. And speaking of Connor Brown, Chris Knobloch had this to say on Connor Brown's play. Yeah, he's been making a lot of plays, creating a lot of offense. Um, you know, hasn't showed up on the score sheet very much, but um, yeah, and he's been playing really well too. And I think it's just more of seeing if we can get a little more out of those two lines. I think they maybe become a little stagnant, haven't been pushing the pace as much as uh, we'd like, and just a little tweak there, and maybe we stimulate something with uh, that third and fourth line. Hamlin, meanwhile, will play with Ernie and Yamark. Gagne remains out of the lineup. It'll be Nurse and Cody Cece, Evan Bouchard on the right side of Matthias Eckholm. Brett Kulak with Vincent DeHarnay. Stuart Skinner starts in goal. He's 16-9-1 at 2.76 goals against average. 8.98 save percentage for the Oilers. Overall on the year, they're ranked fourth in the league in goals for sixth in the power play, first in the league in shots for, fourth in the league in shots against, and seventh in the league in face-off percentage. Chicago, the numbers are ugly. 31st in the league in goals for, 31st in the league in goals against, 29th on the power play, 27th on the PK, 31st in shots for, 28th in shots against, 32nd, dead last in the league on face-offs, 27th in the league. Um, 
in save percentage, and they have a minus 35 goal differential, five on five. That's second worst in the league next to the San Jose Sharks. The Hawks will also have $35 million out of the lineup tonight. It'll be uh, Jason Dickinson up front. Uh, They're bringing Joey Anderson back in the lineup with Colin Blackwell. That's their top line. Uh, Taylor Radish, who played for Chris Knobloch in Erie with Kurashev and Rem Pitlick, who was in the American League uh, for the last, uh, since the start of the season this year. Donato with Boris Kachuk and uh, Zach Sanford, who was also in the AHL. So basically what happened is Kyle Davidson, with all the injuries at Ford with Chicago, had to pick up a guy, a couple guys with NHL experience that were playing in the air. Mackenzie Entwistle with Reichel and uh, uh, Cole Gutman out of Denver University. On defense, no Seth Jones. It'll be Tenorti and Murphy. Alex Vlasic's their best defenseman with Jacob Megna, and then it'll be Kevin Korchinski, the seventh overall pick in 2022, played last year for WHL champ Seattle, and Nikita Zaitsev. Peter Morazic starts in goal. He's 10 13 and 1 this year, 3.26 goals against average 903 save percentage. So the story in terms of the tweet to the Oilers lineup is Connor Brown will play tonight on a line with Derek Ryan and Evander Kane. Here is uh, Brown on the opportunity of playing with Kane and Ryan. Well, I think that, um, you know, Kane is a shooter and, uh, you know, I'm primarily a disher. And so I think that, um, you know, that, that that's something that could work towards us. I am, obviously, we had an opportunity to play a little early in the season. I think the season's gone on and uh, the game's evolved. And so, um, yeah, I'm excited. It'll be fun. There we go. That's the game day lineup report and the Oilers Now Audio Vault back with NHL analyst, one of the best in the business, Ray Ferraro on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. And welcome back, everybody. It's 349 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. Let's get right into it. The Oilers and the Chicago Blackhawks in town. Ray Ferraro is here to work the event for ESPN. Ray, just a thought. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers and the Chicago Blackhawks, and unfortunately part of the storyline tonight taken away, uh, Connor Bedard. Perhaps the next one, but certainly an electrifying, exciting player, not available. The Oilers, meanwhile, they're in a bit of a roll. And these can be dangerous games for teams sometimes, as the Calgary Flames found out on Saturday or Sunday. I think I think Calgary probably did Edmonton a favor here. And, and that, just to, to what you mentioned, is that you can walk into a game, and if you're 5 or 10% asleep, Pretty soon the other guys, the Blackhawks in this case, have a 2-0 lead and you're climbing uphill. And what if the other goalie makes 45 saves and you lose a game you shouldn't? Well, Calgary probably felt like that was going to happen Sunday. You look at this Blackhawks lineup and there's no reason to fear it, except these guys don't know that they're supposed to lose. They got a chance to play in the NHL. They're, they'll play hard tonight. And... They'll, they'll give Edmonton everything they've got. But I, I think the game Sunday probably did Edmonton a favor that, oh, we better come and put our work boots on today. Because if they play, it's not going to be a game. You saw Snowblock, you did the uh, games in New York on the pre-Christmas trip. Uh, the Oilers, Chris has become the first coach in NHL history to have two seven-game or more winning streaks in his first 25 games. Are you seeing anything different in the Oilers from your perspective? From, uh, you know, where you, you have, you, I mean, you have a global view of the league. You're not necessarily in the minutiae day-to-day with one specific team. So what do you see? Uh, I, I see a team that's, that plays now 
to their strength comfortably, but is also comfortable enough to know that if the first part of the game doesn't go well, you, you, there's no need to hit the panic switch yet. And I think a lot of that comes from Chris, is that when, the times I've talked to him, I'm just so impressed with his steadiness. Like, I'm sure he's excited. And I'm sure he's disappointed at times, but you can never tell. It's, and I, I think that's a real strength for, for a coach at this level. The year is too long. The ups and the downs are all over the map. And I, I think a team can take their coach's personality on. And I think, Bob, that's, that's been one of the biggest things that I see is just a steadiness to the coach, a steadiness to the team. And eventually, that start that they had was such an aberration. I think most, well, I would assume most people felt eventually McDavid's going to be McDavid. Eventually, they're going to get NHL goaltending. They're going to score. Their power plays might not be 34% again, but it's a great power play. And all those things worked their way out. I don't, I didn't see them being in this position this quickly, you know, from where they were. And now, I, I mean, would you pick four teams better than them in the league right now? Because I don't think I would. We're joined by ESPN and NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet Regional uh, Broadcaster Ray Ferraro. Ray, we focus so much on McDavid and, and Dreisaitl, but I want to talk a bit about Zach Hyman. Uh, I will assert to you he has been the best free agent signing in Oilers team history. I mean, he comes in, Edmonton scores 27 goals his first year, 36 last year. He's got 25 and 35 games this year. He's uh, a quality, I, and I, I don't like focusing on that end of it because I like to comment on what I see on the ice, but he's he's a quality guy on top of it. I don't think Ken Holland could have asked for much more when the Oilers brought in Zach Hyman. He's been, he's been underappreciated for his ability for a long time. Uh, I, I mean, the, the easy part of Zach is to see his effort, is to see how his willingness to play at the front of the net, to find a puck in the corner, to keep a play moving, that's all hard stuff to do. But you don't score like he scores unless you have ability. Because if you didn't need it, you would just, everybody would score like that. Because it's really fun. Um, when I watch Zach, he gets to the front of the net at the right time. He uses his body to protect his stick. He's got good hands in tight. Um, I saw a thing yesterday. We're going to run a graphic today uh, in our ESPN game. He's averaging, uh, his goals average nine feet. Like nine feet? That's barely outside the blue paint. So why don't more people go there? Because they can't get there. It's hard. It's hard to get there, or they get there at the very wrong time. Look at his goals the other night uh, in the game against Ottawa. He deflects the puck because he gets there at the right time. Um, there's also one other thing to Zach, I, I think. I, you know, I watched him in Toronto when I was doing the league game show. And much like I talked about the steadiness of Knobloch and the team, there's a steadiness to Zach Hyman that just, you never really have to wonder what the game's going to be like for him. Might not always go great, but it's the same thing all the time. Predictability means easy to play with. Guys like easy to play with. And when you're Connor, you don't want to be guessing what your winger's doing. 
he never guesses with those guys. Ray, you've had a long uh, relationship, known Ken Holland for a number of years. Uh, the orders were 25th the year before he came here. They're, depending upon the date, uh, they've got either the 8th or the ninth best record in the NHL since he took over. You said it, this team right now looks like a, a team, the way they're playing, maybe a top four team in the league. Um, He's got some bullets to play here. The Oilers played games against Tampa and Florida. They've already traded their number ones in 24 and 25. I think it's going to be interesting, but maybe a little hard for Ken just because he values X so much. You know, he does. He's not a guy that like he, You know, the draft is important to him. But this is—it's uh, been an interesting run with Ken. But the one thing that's happened is the team has, under his guise, has continuously improved. Protection of picks is super important and the reason it becomes super important i'll give you a guy who doesn't play for the Le or play for the oilers plays for the leafs is william nylander just now at 11.5 million for next year what do you think leon's deal is going to be yeah. right it's not going to be 10.5 it's going to be closer to 13. what do you think connor's deal is going to be you have to protect some picks going forward because you're going to need guys making 850 grand. There's only so much sand that fits in a salary cap jar. And so I, I think while Ken is really mindful of that, my impression is there's only so many kicks at the can you get. Yep. And when you have a team that you think you can improve, if that costs you a future pick, then you're going to do it. Yeah. Like that would be my my guess. And the reason I think that is that if you're a, the 23rd ranked team in the league and you think if I trade a first I can get in the playoffs, what are you doing that for? That's a waste of time. By the time the deadline rolls around, which is another six weeks or so, the Oilers probably will have climbed in the standings again. You'll get a bigger picture. Do they need another goalie? Do they need another defenseman? I think they need another forward. I think they need another forward, too. And so while it's vogue to say, oh, the Oilers need a goalie, the Oilers need a defenseman, I think the primary spot is forward. Um, but I, as they get closer to the deadline, if Pickard continues to play the way he does, or has, rather, and Skinner continues a reasonable level as well, maybe you don't have to make that move to the day before the deadline. That saves a bullet. That saves cap space. Because now you're only going to pay for a different type of goalie. But the thing that I'm learning the more I'm around is what you think is a great idea today, if you have patience, might not be a great idea in five weeks. Right? One final one for you. Do you work on the Canucks broadcast? That's where we're going to go next. I mean, I think Edmonton has a chance to reel in both Los Angeles and Vegas. They're not. Like, Vancouver has dramatically improved their team. They've completely rebuilt their defense. They've made five of the eight trades. So now nine trades after last night. Five of the nine trades in the National Hockey League. Uh, their bottom six is way better. Far deeper. They've been very active, haven't they? Really have. And, you know, I... I really try hard not to comment too much right. on the Canucks. I, I, can, I wonder why. <laughs> uh, you know, so for those that don't know, my wife is one of the assistant managers there. And so it's probably best that... But they've I, done a good job. They've done a terrific job. Um, what, what I like best is they've identified a way that they think they have to play. And they've attacked pieces that will fit that. So it's not a willy-nilly out of forward, out of defenseman. It's, it's players they think can play the way they need to play. What's really important, I think, to watch as we're talking about the Oilers' goaltending and what they might add is a 
couple of games ago, Rick Tockett put uh, Pedersen, Miller, and Besser together. They've had two fantastic games together. The key to keeping that line together, which should probably be one of the league's best, is they need Kuzmenko, Suter, and Mikheyev to play. You can't have one line that scores. So it's funny, while you might stare at the top line, it's the next level that's going to determine what their next move might be. Um, they're better than I thought they were going to be, more consistent, I think, than I thought they were going to be. And um, they've been a fun team to watch. They're fun to broadcast because there's always something happening in the game. Not too many 2-1 games there. No. I kind of like that, Bob. There you go. That is Ray Ferraro. He's working tonight's broadcast for ESPN. Also works on Canucks Regionals. We're going to head off to a global news weather traffic update.